0: And now for something completely different. Our hosts are recording from home to bring you the same quality of shows that made Radio DePaul 2020's best college
1: station in the nation. Listen live at RadioDePaul.com or on the Radio
0: DePaul app. This is Radio DePaul. Chicago's College Connection. Hey! <laughs> same brain cell, I swear. Hey. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Okay. How y'all
1: doing? (laughs) How y'all doing? (laughs) Hello, everyone. My name is Zoe Paris. You're listening to Radio DePaul, and this is Diary of a Mad Black Woman. A preface I will say every episode, black people and black women are not a monolith, but I say represents me and my perspectives. This is a groundwork for conversation, not a source for everything black. Welcome back, everyone. And today we have a little guesty guesty
0: hello <laughs> <laughs> um introduce myself if you okay so i was here for the black parenting episode mm-hmm. so if you didn't listen to that one hi my name is Kasia. I am a sophomore here at DePaul, mm-hmm. uh, I, mm. <laughs> um, and I am a pol- political science major with a minor in French currently, but that probably will change soon, <laughs> but the, the uh, major in political science is not changing anytime soon, so yeah. Nice.
1: Also, just wanted to share something <laughs> about me. I'm now also minoring in English literature. Purr. So that's something new that you can learn about me
0: right now uh <laughs> nice yeah
1: yeah so before anything else um happy black history happy black month, history month. Oh it's
0: been so long um and now that i'm thinking about it why is black history month the shortest month of the <laughs> yes. year yes <laughs> why yes this is the first time i'm, I'm like actually thinking about mm-hmm. like like i've been thinking about Black history month like every year but mm-hmm. i feel like you yeah,
1: i'm really feeling it this year yeah and like juneteenth we're turning it up yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, terrorize white folks. Yes, give back reparations. I've been doing my service by terrorizing the white people at my job. Good job, good job. Thank I am you. demanding lunch from all of my white friends. Yes.
0: So if you are so willing, not even willing, do it. <laughs> give me my reparations. <laughs> give me my forty acres and a mule. Um, my ca- If you, like, my cash up is. Mkasia, that's K A S -S I A, (laughs) two one three, and you know
1: if you're feeling giving, if you're feeling like you want to pay for your sins, (laughs) (laughs) for the sins of your ancestors, the sins of your ancestors. I I don't even know if we're allowed to do this. We're terrorizing the white people. (laughs) Um, I'll ask my producer (laughs) before you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, no,
0: because we're kind of soliciting, aren't we? I don't know if that's not allowed or not you can donate anyways yeah. my
1: venmo is <laughs> just kidding X-O-E-P-A-R-R-I-S. and if i have to cut this out i'll cut it out but yeah i'm
0: gonna say it mm-hmm. reparations baby reparations my 40 anyways continue what no what <laughs> i thought i found something that i learned in class i'm um, gonna in my african american politics class but i don't have the thought fully fledged so i will not speak on it until i okay. think about it for longer
1: fair enough fair enough Um, and then also before we get into our topic today, which is conservatism in the black community, um, I wanted to just go over some BSU meetings that will be happening, not just meetings, but just stuff that they have going on that will be happening this week, um, post when this will be uploaded. Um, so if you're seeing this after the fact, then you might have missed it. So sorry. All right. So things we have coming up this week, um, orchestrated by BSU, I believe, is on february 9th we have honoring the legacy of the savoy big five the host is depaul athletics its location is the win trust arena um and you all of these events you can find the ticket links uh on the bsu depaul account which i believe is at bsu underscore dpu um and if that is not the case you can always find stuff on dhub uh, other events uh february 10th decolonizing black mental health the host is the black cultural center the location is o'connell hall room 300 and lastly february 14th valentine's day celebrating black love the host is the black cultural center the location is o'connell hall third floor room 300 uh, and that's at five thirty to 7 so i just wanted to let people know about events happening this week i feel like it's my due diligence as a black podcaster if you will a radio mm-hmm. show Mm -hmm. to you know support black voices you know and the black communities um yeah so that's all the beginning stuff you ready to get into the the nitty-gritty the (laughs) (laughs) nitty-gritty um so obviously we are covering conservatism and just so we can have a general basis of what me and Keisha are going to be talking about I looked up on wikipedia (laughs) the definition of Conservatism—it is reliable. They're constantly checking themselves. Yeah, and they have references. A while ago,
0: it was not reliable. A couple years ago, I would
1: not—not not even a couple years ago. I think people didn't trust it because it was a free forum kind of thing. Um, but it's oh, yeah. const- It's like there are people that dedicate their time to yeah. constantly fact-checking Wikipedia.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, just like don't take it at face value, I guess. Just like I don't know. Look at the references they use. Yeah. Um. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, So conservatism is an aesthetic, cultural, social, and political philosophy which seeks to promote and to preserve traditional social institutions. Um, In Western culture, conservatives seek to preserve a range of institutions uh, such as organized religion, parliamentary government, and property rights. So that's a general idea of what that is. Um, Here's my main problem with conservatism traditional has never seemed like the answer when it comes to being non-white and not a man Mm. if we're gonna go about like what's traditional racism's traditional sexism's traditional
0: yeah it's in it's ingrained in our history as a country
1: and in our institution so i think it's really hard for me to look at the definition of conservatism and be like yeah that's fine
0: yeah i think that definition of conservatism i feel like there should be a separate uh definition for like american conservatism <laughs> <laughs> that's right it does say in western culture mm-hmm. that little blur that it did say mm-hmm. but i like, feel like that doesn't like encapsulate the entirety of like american conservatism
1: yeah i think i feel like if we're going to talk about american conservatism um that's not you can't in, uh, encapsulate that in a single definition mm. i think it's a like probably you could but it's such a layered and nuanced issue mm-hmm. an idea that it's like you would have to write like a paragraph about that
0: yeah that but there's sense. yeah like you said there's just so many layers to it exactly like and especially because
1: conservatism can technically mean certain things to certain groups of people whether mm-hmm. it's like region like conservatives in new york which is not really a thing but i'll say it mm-hmm. <laughs> conservatives in new york are not the same as conservatives in texas like their yeah. ideas do not align the exact same way but there's yeah. probably some fundamental similarities that you can find but i think i don't know it's so nuanced it's
0: just like varying degrees of it i mm-hmm. would say like the republican party in my opinion
1: mm-hmm.
0: they are they're like more people who have like varying opinions mm-hmm. than compared to like the democrat party because the democrat i feel like if if you're a liberal you like say that <laughs> or like if you're leftist you say that mm-hmm. if you're a democrat you say that mm-hmm. unless you like don't know the definitions. but i feel like that's also a thing yeah because <laughs> <Conservative. laughs> they all like consider themselves like conservative or mm-hmm. like republican mm-hmm. um there's just like i don't know i forgot my thought but like okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's just like so many different like definitions of like conser- like conservatism if that makes yeah
1: sense. if i were to align beliefs with conservatism i think small government mm-hmm. but also like large police state
0: Which is so. There's a lot of there's a lot of contradictions. Same thing with like them being pro-life, but then being um, against like uh, uh, sex education, like proper sex education, and they're for abstinence, but Mm -hmm. they're like they don't want to provide. like uh, birth control or any like preventative measure measures, a uh, contraception for um, very individualistic.
1: For- I think yes. um, mm-hmm. individuality. I think is important in the conservative mindset, specifically in America, because I think American conservatism is about being an individual taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. and not the government helping in any way or taking care of you. Because then it's like I'm releasing some agency and power, so I want to have that agency and power myself. Which like I guess I get it, but like if you can help people, yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, when I, when I think about conservatism, I think, you know, small government, big police state, pro-life.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, anti-immigration. Anti-immigration. I would say, yeah, I would say anti-immigration, but, sorry, I, I had a thought about, like, the Democrats, because we were talking about this in my african oh, okay. politics class. But, yeah, go ahead.
1: I mean, with Democrats, even. They're,
0: like, anti-illegal immigration.
1: Yeah, but I also think... You could argue that there's conservatism within the Democratic community because they de- they never really break away from tradition.
0: I I think like the Democratic, uh, like party itself it's still kind of conservative. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's more like moderate. Uh, moderate. Yeah, I agree. yeah, exactly. I think I think they Democrats still like hold conservative values. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like totally.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's how we define it, and that's kind of our problems with it. I'm not a traditionalist. No, traditionalism has gotten.
0: No one that's like, not white, straight, or a man. Yeah, anywhere good. Anywhere good.
1: It's only taken us very bad places. Mm. Um. So there's that. So here's the thing, because this is a this is a podcast about black people. You know, about black people's opinions. And one opinion I don't
0: care for <laughs> is black conservatives' opinions. <laughs> Yeah, I.
1: It's just like you're only rooting for the downfall of, of your, your people. Of
0: your, so yeah, so I lived in Florida for a while, and I'm talking As about did I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you lived there for your like entire your life. life. Yeah. yeah, So I lived in Florida for like two years. And I lived in Miami, um, and there, <sighs> which has a huge Cuban population. Mm-hmm. Um, and during like the 2020 election, my boss and a couple of my coworkers who were Cuban were, like Puerto Rican, but my boss specifically was Cuban. Uh we were having a like a conversation about like the like the vice presidential debate I think something something like that. Okay. Um and she was like, "Oh my god, I don't want Biden to win. He's a communist and I don't want to go back to communism like we did in Cuba." And I'm like, "Okay, Biden is not communist. <laughs> he's not Do a communist." You like know. Do you like know his like values? Like what Do you what like he- know what communism is? Right and like like even, and not to like, even crap like crap on Cuban her but like, communism was not communism it wasn't that was like authoritarian fascism <laughs> painted as communism
1: <laughs> exactly there has been no functioning communist party everything that says it's communist doesn't mean right you can put names on things it and it not, not be it correct exactly
0: right um so i w- like i said i was living in Florida during the 2020 election um and there was a huge, like the huge, like the, like the huge Cuban population in Florida, voted for Donald Trump because of the whole idea of Biden being too, quote unquote, too um, liberal, too not too liberal, but too communist, like too communist esque. Mm-hmm. So like that, like yeah. it flipped the Miami was like I think Miami Dade County was like the last votes to get to come in. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, the deciding vote for that. And they made the state red. And I, it was it just pissed me off so badly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because uh, I, you like you said we're voting for your own downfall. Exactly. Because
1: like, I know for a fact, Mr. Senor Trump <laughs> <laughs> hasn't said the nicest thing about Hispanic people. No. Or black people. Or black people. So I don't, I just, I
0: don't get it. I don't get it. And it just, like, brings in, do you want to say anything else? Because I bring in the whole idea of, like tokenism well i just wanted to
1: touch on this real quick um i was also in florida during the election obviously and uh, it was so weird because i remember a friend of mine and obviously i'm not going to name names because this is like a pretty sensitive topic but a friend of mine she her she's hispanic uh, and her mom was an illegal immigrant and um we were freshmen no, well, not 2020, but I'm t- thinking of 2016. We were freshmen. And I remember, she's like, you're, it just sucks because you're voting for someone who wants to deport my mom. And and then one of them was like, well, you can just stay with me. What? <laughs> what the? F- what is wrong with you? <laughs> there are so many things wrong with that. Exactly. And it just, I feel like conservatism always comes from a lack of empathy. For, cha- yeah. for change
0: it's so individualistic like it is like about mm-hmm. me 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 and then mm-hmm. not thinking about like the collective good of the rest of the country
1: exactly there are other people living next to you like the like not in my backyard yeah thing like there are people living next to you that have lives and i guess you don't have to like directly fund their lives no one's asking you to do that but mm-hmm. like you're a part of the society you have to help func- like that society function right and you have to care about other people basic empathy is like Rule number one we were taught in
0: kindergarten: sharing these caring. Right. Like, like if you hurt someone's feelings, apologize. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Like other people's feelings matter. Anyways, so all of this to say, the way that I think one of the reasons it's really easy to tell that conservatism has its has its streets crossed is how they hold black people that are conservatives on a pedestal
0: yeah to be like hey i have a black friend Mm -hmm. i'm not racist exactly
1: or like i know that this opinion is okay because one black person agreed with me yes black people aren't a monolith and also people can be wrong yeah you both can be wrong Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but you had some some tokenism examples that you wanted to talk about
0: yeah so um um I'm in a class called African-American Politics right now. We were talking about this the other day. Um, and someone brought up Candace Owens as, like, a token of the Republican Party. Um, and I did not know this whenever they brought it up, but she was a victim of, like, a hate crime in high school. Okay. Um, She was, like, threatened. She was, like, sent three threatening, like, um, voicemails by, like, some white classmates of hers her senior year of high school. Um, and, they were, and it wasn't just, like, regular, like... Threatening messages. They were like racially based. Mm-hmm. So she um, went to like her, maybe maybe it was the principal or the superintendent. I'm not sure. I want to say the principal mm-hmm. of the school. Yeah, no, she went to the superintendent of the school, and okay. he listened to the emails, and he said that they were horrendous, but they didn't do anything about it. <laughs> okay. So she sued. This, her family sued the um, this like the Stamford Board of Education because she was from Stamford, um, mm-hmm. Connecticut. Um, and like uh it resulted in her getting like a settlement of $37,000. dang Right. Uh so 37? 37 37,000. That's crazy. Right. Uh,
1: but also, yeah, I would have asked for more. <laughs>
0: no, really. You're like, going
1: <sighs> and not do anything threatening about her it. Life. And not do anything about it. No.
0: That's crazy. So yeah, so she had that lawsuit, mm-hmm. um, but then a couple years after that in 2015, because she, that was in 2007, whenever she was in like a senior high school. So 2015, she was the CEO of this company called uh, Degree 180, which was a marketing agency that like offered consult, um, like consulting and production of like, um, just like, what is it called? Just of, like, it was like kind of like a um, social media site, mm-hmm. I guess. In which, like, the site would, like, frequently post, like, anti-conservative and anti-Trump rhetoric. And uh, so she was a CEO. If she wanted to take it down. She could have taken it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, it, there's just, like, a whole bunch of things. Like, she even, like, posted a um, a thing mocking the Tea Party, which the which is, like, the ultra-Republican conservative part Got of you. the um, Republican Party. Uh-huh. Um, so she was, like, pretty much, like, anti-Trump up until twenty seven, twenty fifteen. 2015. Okay, anyways, so 2017 rolls around, no, 2016 rolls around, um, I think. No, no, I'll write 2017. So 2017 rolls around, she starts, like, doing a whole bunch of, like, pro-Trump rhetoric, and... So, when... That's when it switches, is 2017. Like, all before 2017. Before 2017. Pretty anti Trump. Anti- okay. Um, and, then like, just switched in 2017. 2017 switched. Okay. At least that's what Wikipedia is telling me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by late 2017, Ona started producing uh, pro Trump commentary and criticism uh, and the criticism of structural racism, systematic inequality, and identity politics. Yes. So she did that. So 2017 was a switch. I wonder why that was. Um, that was right after the 20, right, 2016 election. Yeah, yeah, so right after he was elected. Mm-hmm. Um, so she just started, like, posting, um, just becoming, like, this big black monolith for the Republican uh, Party. I think it's especially in- interesting because she started in marketing. Right, exactly. I think it's all a ploy, but, like, I feel like she it's it's gone too far now, so she's in too deep. I think she really does believe all this stuff that she's saying now. Mm. I think at one point it was just, like, a... Um, for like money and yeah. just for fame and just for attention mm-hmm. and now it's just sad yeah, yeah, and she, yeah and she's like she's like I can't go back now <laughs> so she's gonna play it out
1: I think there's money in tokenism for sure if you're there's if so you're much, ready to give up your integrity if then you're there's ready to sell out then there's so much money in
0: tokenism and I hate sell
1: out because it's like We live in a world where money is important and we need to survive. Mm. The concept of selling out, I feel like, is always listed on the wrong people. I would consider her a sellout.
0: That's why I use the word sellout so sparingly, because Mm -hmm. I I feel the same way. Mm -hmm. So she definitely is a sellout.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Speaking of people that are doing too much, Christian
1: Walker. I just like this is me talking about this because I know Kisha's like, I don't really have anything to say. I have something (laughs) to say gotta be a joke at this point like i watch it has to be like i his videos never directly come up on my for you page on tiktok it's always like someone else posting him so love that because i'm not giving him views but like the stuff that he says pure comedy like it's it's yeah his complaints never even make sense anymore like his starbucks complaints is like oh so i can't have my chai latte anymore blm's taking away my chai latte that's so funny yeah has to be a joke like it has to be him being like people hate me and that's giving me money so now i'm going to keep on annoying people and just like like a, he's become a parody of himself at this point
0: yeah he was I, annoying
1: in the beginning but now he's a parody
0: yeah he, like he knows it is. It's, it's a joke it has to be a joke now mm-hmm. maybe it was like a, a reel in the beginning because his dad is herschel walker mm-hmm. who is a conservative or a republican mm-hmm. um so maybe it was real in the beginning but now he's like oh i'm making money off of this i'm gonna yeah. keep going or maybe it's
1: even not because like some of the like like what happened to real men stuff and not saying that he's not a real man because he's feminine because i don't think gender expression and like all that like it's there's a spectrum you can be feminine and still be like a man, that doesn't mean anything, right? But like, what he mean, means when he says like man, men should be men is masculinity. He's so not masculine, right? So he's talking about himself,
0: <laughs> yeah. So it
1: like the dots it, are not it, connecting. It
0: just contra- he just contradicts himself constantly, yeah. As conservatives kind of As do, black conservatives like,
1: do. Like he's just like doing it a little extra. He's yeah. like contradic- contradicting himself a little more than. A little more than normal. I just had to put that piece in because I find him annoying but funny. Like, uh, his stuff will come up and I I like it. But, like, I like it in, like, a parody kind of way. (laughs) Right, because I feel like that's how it's supposed to be taken. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah, so I also want to talk about Diamond and Silk. And Mm -hmm. I didn't know who Diamond and Silk were until Mm -hmm. we talked about it in my Feminist Frameworks class recently. Mm -hmm. Um, But Diamond and Silk are two black women who are, like, Candace Owens, they're conservative and they're pro-trump like um what's the word pro-trump um and they're just pro-trump okay okay <laughs> they're like, and they're pro-trump people oh, okay. I mean, there's like there's like a noun i was missing oh okay anyways but so they're they're pro- they're pro-trump
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so they like started out on youtube making like videos uh about like police brutality mm-hmm. and like title and they like the title like uh T- they would title it black lives matter just supporting black lives matter and like being pro-black and like anti-police whatever mm-hmm. and then they made um they even made like a video about sandra bland who was like a black woman who would like died in texas jail right which was a horrible story mm-hmm. <laughs> um and like after they started making they made like one pro-trump video
1: mm-hmm. um, i think i got an ad for one of their pro-trump videos on youtube
0: <sighs> Okay, so they made, like, a pro-Trump video, and that, like, considerably made their uh, views go higher. Mm-hmm. So that's what they started doing. Mm-hmm. They even got it on Fox News.
1: Oh, really? They got
0: on Fox News, yes. I saw a clip of it in my African-American politics class. Okay. Um, and they were... It was just so... It was just so jarring to see people support a man who doesn't care about them. Or support them, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just... And, like tokenism within like I I think tokenism is it just depends on how you use it mm-hmm. on whether it could be good or not because the Republican party they just like use it like hey I have a black friend I'm not racist yeah hey I have a I have a gay friend I'm not homophobic mm-hmm. or homo negative ra- ra- um rather mm-hmm. um or just like I I have a trans friend I'm not trans negative mm-hmm. or in but, like within the uh like the uh, Democratic kind of area. yeah like
1: um moderate to left-leaning probably. i'm gonna say yeah
0: i'm gonna say moderate to left-leaning mm-hmm. um they like used like tokenism in like a more of a positive way it's it's i think it's um because i don't want to say good <laughs> say right positive. what's the the word
1: um it's like false positivity or something like that where it's like Con-
0: like inconclusive
1: no 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 it's like too much positivity do you know oh, what i Oh, about? like
0: toxic positivity. Toxic
1: positivity. Yeah. I think what happens in moderate to left-leaning parties is toxic positivity. I actually um, read an article about this in um, one of my communications classes, and it was a journalist. It was a, an article, and um, it was a series of journalists talking about the future of journalism. One of them um, was a black writer, and she talked about how we need to get past the fact that these firsts are firsts so the example that she used was uh kamala harris kamala right yeah yeah kamala harris and sometimes she's not being critiqued in the news because people are so worried about the fact that she's the first yeah she is more than the first she has decisions and choices and budgeting issues that are relevant to discussion especially from like news articles like the New York yeah. Times or whatever um and i i really see that problem like i'm not seeing a huge huge commentary about the new um Chicago Public Schools CEO not he- seeing a lot of commentary on that even though
0: hold on Chicago Public Schools CEO i believe
1: they call him the his the CEO i thought like there they don't do superintendent for Chicago Public Schools i'm pretty sure
0: oh that's weird that makes it seem like it's a company (laughs) in the way i could be wrong
1: about that but i'm pretty sure they say ceo
0: yeah jesus christ Mm -hmm. i
1: don't like pedro martinez um chief executive officer whatever but um and there was so much focus on the fact that you know he was the first latino ceo of chicago public schools i'm not seeing some of the the I don't know, like commentary on the fact that he's been saying some messed up stuff about the teachers union and how the teachers are handling COVID right now. Like the fact that they don't want to teach under these conditions because Uh the CPS isn't handling it correctly. Yeah. And he called teachers lazy.
0: I'm sorry. Teachers are the most not lazy people I know. They
1: are underpaid. They are overworked
0: and underpaid
1: so underpaid exactly so h- the way that you can sit there and uh, these and it's not even like online education is easier i'd argue it's harder for mm. teachers
0: that just goes to, like the whole idea of incrementalism mm-hmm. and like is is in, incrementalism right girl i don't know i think we talked about it in in, in phantom cities
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think say, I, I think that's what you're talking about i want
0: to say incrementalism but, like, the whole idea of, of incrementalism that, like, any progress is progress. Which yeah. is, mm-hmm. like, right, any progress is progress, but, like, it's not enough. Right. Like, a lot of white people, especially when, like, Obama was elected, oh, have, we have a black president, racism is over.
1: Yep, Obama era was an
0: interesting time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then with Kamala Harris, oh, she's a she's a first non-white, non-male um, vice president. Mm-hmm. Isn't that enough? No, it's not. Because she's, a f- <laughs> she's not doing anything for us right now. She's a, a cop. Like, I don't know. <laughs> she literally, like, when she was, what was she, DA of, like, California, not California. She was, like, some, uh, something, was, like, a prosecutor uh, for something in California when she was the um the senator, or mm-hmm. before she was a senator. Um, but she literally prosecuted... What, who, who just real quick, resident? I
1: hate to cut you off. Go ahead. Kamala Harris speechwriter joins growing list of resigning staffers. Per. That's so funny. Anyways, um, I'm gonna look through her political she history was like very quickly.
0: DA or governor or something, or governor of California, maybe. No, because I was like Garner Schwarzenegger for the longest time.
1: Attorney general.
0: Oh, attorney general. Mm-hmm. So I said I said DA, which is kind of the same thing, but just higher. Okay. So <laughs> when she was attorney general of California, uh uh-huh. she would. Like literally prosecute like black people for drug charges, like like so much mm-hmm. for uh what's it called S- same crime, um more time, yeah mm-hmm. that type of thing yeah and and not even for like drug things, but for um many other charges mm-hmm. um not all progress is. Good progress. Good. It's, it's not- you have to
1: think about who we're putting in, in places of power, not just the color of their skin. Uh-huh. We have to think about whether or not their policies are to convenience us, cuz a lot of people join pieces of power for their own self-interest. Yeah. Candace Owens is doing this for her own self-interest. Kamala Harris and most politicians are doing it for their own self-interest. Right. So putting people in power that look like us isn't always the answer.
0: Exactly. And like um I'm from South Carolina. Like my family's from South Carolina. Um, and there's this Senator Tim Scott. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure my grandma voted for him, even though he's Republican, but he's black. Mm-hmm. I just be, I, I we have to get rid of like the whole idea just because they're it's black a very is, old like, idea. It yeah, I feel like we as like a generation, we know that that's not the case. Yeah. Like people who look like us don't always want to like want the same things as us, mm-hmm. or like want more for us. I feel like people like Candace Owens, Diamond and Silk, and the Republican Tim Scott. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I got in the door. I'm going to close it right behind me. Exactly. I just want, like, I'm here. That's all I need. That's uh, all I need. That's why I they- got me and my people, and that's all. That's, ex- like, the just like I said, the whole, like, idea of, like, the Republican Party is just individualist. Mm-hmm. They only care about me, myself, and I. Yeah. I think it's an American idea. It is an American idea. And it, it, but, like, as, a, like, a black person or a
1: person of color, we can't think like that. Exactly. We have to think about each other constantly. Because mm-hmm. if we're not we're all going to fall through the cracks yeah very easy mm-hmm. very easily um yeah i don't know it's it's interesting to me that that level of not holding like on the left they cannot hold people of color accountable sometimes mm-hmm. or they'll do it too much yeah like um i, I will make the statement that Black people can be racist to other people of color. They can't systematically be racist to white people, though. Right. Um, But, like, (laughs) an example, he who shall not be named (laughs) a family member of mine (laughs) has some thoughts uh, on other cultures. (laughs) You're trying to be subjective about this. i was this. trying so hard to be subjective about this. Because um, he might listen. Yeah. <laughs> like, he actually I mean, he might... knows
0: it, too. Okay. That's true.
1: I might as well just say it. Like, he. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: might not listen. I would, uh, I would say don't. Yeah.
1: I will tell the story and. People
0: that know, <laughs> no, people that know, don't. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know, now you know.
1: Right. So a, a family member of mine met my boyfriend Ali. Uh, and as some of you guys know, my boyfriend Ali is Arabic. Um, he is from Yemen. He's Yemeni. Both of his parents are Yemeni. Sick. Um, and this family member met him and had some qualms and it's a little confusing because ali everybody likes ali i don't think i've met a single person that actually doesn't like him because he's such a conversationalist and he's just like a people pleaser like everybody likes ali random people like ali we've gotten free food (laughs) before just because he's such a sweetheart um and this family member proceeds to say that he seemed like a nice guy but they're worried about me because his culture sees me as a second class citizen. Now, if you don't understand that, <laughs> what they were basically saying is because my boyfriend's Muslim, they're worried about him being a misogynist towards me, which is just super Islamophobic to make that assumption for a person that you do not know at all. Right. Mm-hmm. Um Later on, we had a conversation talking about it. uh, Me trying to defend my mans because (laughs) what is wrong (laughs) with you? (laughs) Ali doesn't even believe in God. But even if he did, clearly it's not a problem because I'm dating him. If it was a problem of him being a misogynist, I wouldn't date him. Mm. So I'm, you know, defending my man. And this person goes to say it wasn't about, like, the religious thing. But also... The fact that he was speaking Arabic made me uncomfortable. No,
0: uh, uncomfortable. He sounds like a white. Kay. It's
1: con- it's a conservative talking point. Being yeah. uncomfortable by other cultures. Literally,
0: white people. I don't like. I don't like when uh, people speak Spanish around me
1: america does not have an official language for I, a reason it's always been a place full of immigrants
0: i feel like spanish is like if not number one it's like the second most spoken language exactly
1: exactly arabic is one of like the top spoken languages period i'm pretty
0: sure right mm-hmm <laughs> <laughs> Does it scare you? <laughs> like, what is wrong? What is so, like, what what about it makes
1: you uncomfortable? Right, and I think something that's interesting about the Black community specifically is that it's way easier to notice conservatism conservatism in older generations mm. because conservatism, again, is kind of an American idea overall. So it's like, I don't know, the idea of blackness conforming to conservatism instead of breaking away from conservatism because of your blackness are two things that i think our community fight
0: with yeah i really did have a thought (laughs) it's okay i was thinking so hard about it too you're okay
1: um (laughs) no it's just like like Maybe not my grandma. Like my good grandma was on it. She had her own like carpentry, carpentry business, <laughs> and she had like seven kids. Mm-hmm. She raised them all by herself. Perfect. Like she was about her business. Um, so maybe not her, maybe, maybe my grandpa's side. I don't know much about my grandpa's side, but like, I imagine, I'm just going to make this up, but <laughs> like, I'd imagine maybe that side of the family is a little bit more into respectability politics and like fitting uh-huh. into the working system to do better mm-hmm. and pulling ourselves by our bootstraps, just like white people did. But it's harder for us to do that because we don't have all of the advantages.
0: Right. Um, speaking, talking about respectability politics mm-hmm. and stuff like that, um, in my, in my political science class, we were talking about Tim Scott. And before, I didn't even... I, like, knew generally who he was mm-hmm. because I'm from South Carolina. Right. Um, but my teacher was, like, who... Like, what kind of views do you think Tim Scott has? Like, does he think that racism exists in the country? Because some there are some black conservatives that deny that racism still exists. Which is
1: very strange to me. It's
0: so strange. What is your answer
1: to redlining?
0: Exactly. Or, like, it...
1: Does not make sense that so many black people are in the prison system compared to our population mm-hmm. at all. So your assumption is
0: that black people are just what more aggressive? Exactly. I'm gonna ask you a question. Okay. Um. Do you think that we're in a modern day slavery? I
1: mean, the prison system is slavery.
0: Yes. The prisons and the fact that they, you know, love throwing black people in prison. Yep. It's giving slavery. yeah i want to say because um we are in modern day slavery because like the prison the um the prison industry complex Mm -hmm. um also just like being over policed Mm -hmm. uh,
1: over policed communities
0: over policed communities um
1: valuing other opinions over like valuing white opinions over black opinions when it comes to testimonies uh
0: uh-huh
1: even juries are mostly made up of white people most of the time. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I think, the Kyle Rittenhouse case. Yeah, that majority
0: was white. there's maybe like two uh, black folks so, on yeah. that on that um jury. Hmm. Um, but this is like a little funny comment that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, you can always tell when someone when a black woman is concerned. <laughs> you going to talk about her hair? <laughs> <laughs> because, let me show you Diamond and Silk's hair.
1: So um, I don't know if any of you guys have seen t- a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> but if you have, do you know how bad the wigs are in Tyler Perry movies? Like he really got Tamla Man looking a mess.
0: Yes, Tamla Man. Tamla,
1: and she's beautiful. And he be mm-hmm. messing her up in all of these movies. That's what Diamond and Silk look like. They got the worst wigs I've ever seen. It's you know what it is the no one in the black community wants to do their hair so they got to figure it out on their own (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's
0: why you got to get the free turn conservative
1: right (laughs) oh my gosh
0: yeah but your conversation with that member of your family reminded Mm -hmm. me of a conversation with a member of my family Mm -hmm. where we were talking on the phone um and they were asking me how school was and I was like oh it's fine I told them about my African American politics class Mm -hmm. and how we're reading this book called the N word which is, like, the history of the N-word and um, and how it's, like, used in America now, stuff like that. It's, like call, it's called The N-Word and Who Can Say It? So I was telling them about that. Mm-hmm. And they were, uh, like... Who, who's it by? Do you know? Uh, Jabari Asim. Okay. Who is also a black author that I would recommend. It's a good book so far. Um, so we were talking about it, and they were, like, uh, well, I don't think anyone should say the N-word. And I'm, like... He, they were, like, if one person can't say it, no one can say it. I'm like, I don't think that's correct.
1: Yeah, that's not... I don't think that's how um,
0: history works. I feel like <laughs> whenever a word is used against you, mm-hmm. you can use it to... Like, you can take back the word and the meaning of it. Mm-hmm. Just like queer people have done with queer mm-hmm. and other slurs that I don't feel comfortable saying on the... I, can I even say queer on the air? I think you can. Okay. Because, like, people say queer
1: in As, like, a, as a label.
0: Yeah. But all, people also say... The D slur is a label. Or the F slur is a label. Hey, I have no claim. You can say that because you're a lesbian.
1: (laughs) Um, uh, I have no claim to either, and I do not want those claims. Yeah. (laughs) No, but, like, I think there's a distinct... I mean, context is what matters in these things. When a white person says the N-word, no matter what, the context of that white person saying the N-word is what it was used for. Yeah. When a black person says the N-word, the context of them saying that is to take it back... And use it as a form of friendship between people they know.
0: Yeah. And also.
1: I. Sorry to cut you off. It also never comes from a place of hate when it comes from a black person. Yeah. It will always have a twinge of hate coming from it when it comes yeah. from a white person
0: no matter like and i what do you because what do you think about people just saying the n-word in general because i think all black people should say it should be like a if,
1: if a black person is comfortable with saying because i know of black people yeah. that don't feel comfortable with saying it at all that's fine
0: mm-hmm.
1: black people and that's it and the criteria of a black person I saying say it
0: if you present black passing if <laughs> a racist
1: person thinks you're black i think you're right. yeah <laughs>
0: Um, I'm glad that people are now realizing that as mixed people, um, if they're like, they should not say the word. If they don't look black. Yeah, because it, it, even though you are biracial, mm-hmm. it's all about like perception, like how you look. Because right. no one's gonna think that you are black if you like. You know what I mean? You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. It's, it's hard for me to. And like, the con- to the context changed
1: based off of how you're presented. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, no, no one's going to have time to ask you questions Uh uh, when it looks like you're supporting, like, racist rhetoric. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah,
0: because if you say it and someone thinks that you're being racist, stop saying it. (laughs) Maybe just
1: don't. Because we don't have have time. Like, there is no time for, like, context, to give context to that moment. There is only the context that's presented. Yeah. And it sucks because it's, like, we are who we present. Is that fair? blah blah but with such a flimsy concept as race it kind of has to be Mm -hmm. like i don't know and i especially find it so interesting when white people are like why is everything about race so sorry y'all made it about race race. y'all made it a thing period so now it's a constant problem
0: (laughs) that's why i i didn't realize it when i i I think i when i realized that like race was like a construct when i like went out of like uh i went to like public high school Mm mm-hmm because for those of you who didn't watch the first my the episode that I was on, which is like, boo, Parentate. boo, shame bricks bricks. If you had not watched that, you would you wouldn't know that I'm a military kid, and I I think I said in the previous like in the episode that I did not like see color growing up, and it just really did not matter. I like I knew about like racism and like being a thing but like i didn't it wasn't like a thought in my brain to like think that oh someone could be racist towards me Mm -hmm. um but like when i because like i said i didn't see color so everyone i'm like that i was friends with we were all pretty cool like we never talked about race it wasn't a thing Mm -hmm. i went to like public school for my first year of high school which was in missouri that should give you a clue Dang. (laughs) where people uh like rode trucks to school and had Confederate flags on the back, which Missouri wasn't even in the Confederacy. So they have no excuse. They have no excuse. And, and pause. <laughs>
1: Another thing about conservatism that gets me are people that are like that carry the Confederate flag. They're anti-American. The Confederacy was anti-American. Yes, but you're pro-American.
0: And why it, would you like tyranny? Exactly. And the Confederacy lasted for like three years. Right. Why are you? Why is it? We're it, about to be in college and and longer, than <laughs> <laughs> and longer than the Confederacy. Ferb longer than... I, Carly, lasted longer than the Confederacy. I'm like... It was three... You're just... You want to be racist. That's all... Just say that. Literally mm. just say that. Exactly. So, yeah. High school in Missouri, freshman year. Mm-hmm. I don't have a specific story, but I just like... It just became like a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because... Oh I, oh, I do have a story, actually. My, my friend, Alan... Love Alan. Oh, Alan. shout out to Alan if you're. <laughs> I'm about to call you out. <laughs> um, so Alan is this white ginger boy that I was friends with in band. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always like I would always bring lunch to school. Mm-hmm. So I like this little black lunchbox. And one day he like picks it up, it puts it towards my face, and goes, "Oh my God, Cage is the same color as you." And I, it didn't feel right, but I laughed at it because I laugh when I'm uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That's like a coping mechanism. No, okay. But like, uh, oh, go ahead, sorry. No, it's okay. But like, now like, now that I'm thinking about it now, I'm like, that was not okay. Mm-hmm. Why did I allow it? I, I mean, I didn't know. Because you don't know. I was coming from like a shelter place. And it, and it's like, I don't know.
1: That That's always been my thing about people that is like, I'm sorry that I was racist when I was younger. There were black kids that had to deal with that and had yeah. to grow up faster because of that. Mm-hmm. But what that story made me think of was... um in high school there's this guy i had a crush on freshman year his name was justin Cervoni. i'll call him out full name <laughs> first and last, first I, and last. I didn't put he Alan was the justin only out there. Right, he was the only ethnic boy uh in town so i was like he's cute he kind of looks like he's hispanic or like half black i'm, <laughs> I'm into it um <laughs> And it was, like kind of one of those things where it's like he's just like I'll, I have a crush on him when he's around. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like if I have a class with him, I'll have a crush on him. Out of mine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, in junior year of high school, he was in my APUSH class, AP US History. If y'all didn't know what that was, um, and we always did group projects together because I was the smarty smarty hardy in the class, uh, and he knew he would get an A if he did a project with me. Tell me why he always made jokes that were just, like, a little... Not even a little. One time he called me Harriet Tubman. (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) So that, in general... And I think what happened is, towards the beginning, I was like, stop. You know, like, that's weird, but, like, whatever. Because he's cute. I don't don't care. (laughs) It's my candy. Right, exactly. He's talking to me. (laughs) Um, And then after a while, I'm like, Justin, actually... I will, like, kick you out of this group and make you get an F. Mm. <laughs> I'll tell the tutor you, you did nothing in this project. Right. Like, I will mess you up. Um, and then he, like, left early to change schools. So he'd go to, like, a, a school with a good football team. <laughs> um, Is that really why he left? To go to a school with a good football Cause team? Because he's about to go into his senior years and he uh, wanted to go to school with, like, a football team. He should done class. like,
0: junior year or something.
1: Well, well, he, like, left junior year, but he would uh, play football senior year. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. Um, and he was saying his goodbyes to everyone and he's just like Zoe I just want to apologize for all my jokes uh, but like they were jokes and I was like yeah he's like you know that, and I think he, he like picked up on the fact that like that he was weird yeah like the only black girl in your class and you call her Harriet Tubman yeah now if I sang "Wait in the Water or if I called <laughs> if I said <laughs> if I said Keisha looked like she just got off the tracks <laughs> Of the Underground Railroad, <laughs> that would be funny because we're friends and I'm black,
0: <laughs> right? But he was not—not not even half, not even a quarter. No, <laughs> see, I have friends like making jokes on my behalf, like I told you about my coworker uh, Chase. Mm-hmm. Love you, Chase, if you're listening. Uh, um, so like <laughs> listening because we both. Anyways, <laughs> so, um, so love you, Chase. Um, but as it is Black History Month, I decided to be a menace at my job, and I work for the Depaul Telephone, which is like a, I'm a telemarketer for, um, Depaul alumni, and I called them and asked them for money, and so, um, we're like, like we say, like we sit at computers all day, um, and so I have like this coworker who shall not be named because. Even though he is my work bestie, he's been saying some weird stuff lately. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he said something, um, and I was like, "Wow, did you just call me a loud black woman?" <laughs> and James was like, "Yeah, I think he did." <laughs> so like <laughs> things like that. So he's not overstepping his bounds. Mm-hmm. When jokes like that, that those are okay. Mm-hmm. He's just like playing on it, like I am.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So. I don't
1: even know how we got here <laughs> <Me neither. laughs> because we were talking about whole other things like a whole we always go ago. on
0: tangents we go on tangents we have ADHD we literally have like a list of things to talk about and we we hit all of the most of most of them yeah I think we just like
1: went through them a lot quickly than we thought we would
0: yeah so but good for us talking though right
1: um yeah I just like this is kind of a strong statement I don't respect black conservatives
0: <laughs> yeah because I know you're not and that's it. valid
1: you're not doing it for yourself like for yourself as in your blackness you're doing it
0: for you're you're doing it for monetary like, reasons or monetary. power
1: or it, it just it doesn't feel right to
0: me there there is no ethics there's no like morality there's no you're, not, you're doing it you like even though we live in a capitalistic society and money is a huge thing but like to go that far but to, yeah to like put to yourself undermine like, other people to undermine yourself mm-hmm. and other people and your rights mm-hmm is just i don't know like
1: being okay with seeing people die
0: yeah like
1: i could never understand uh a black conservative period but especially a black conservative who sees police brutality and assumes it's a black people problem yes that makes not a lick of sense to me
0: literally candace owens says that george floyd deserved to die because he was a criminal
1: criminal where criminal who he wasn't and also pause criminals
0: don't deserve to die exactly not even just the fact that he was innocent and didn't do anything. exactly Criminals don't deserve to die. Yes. Since when are cops trained to kill
1: people? I mean, they're mm-hmm. trained to kill people. But cops shouldn't exist. But yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. if they did exist, shouldn't exist to kill people. Exactly. They should exist to bring people to rehabilitation centers. Because yeah. that's the point.
0: And also, we uh, this is a whole other conversation, but prisons prisons they're supposed to be a place of rehabilitation why are they you know what they are supposed to be what slave houses yeah
1: that's what prisons are for the fact that prisons are for profit is Mm. the problem and things being for profit is the problem
0: neoliberalism hello (laughs) girl bossing like who thought that that money was the answer Ne- like okay, I took a class um, last quarter, uh, last year fall quarter, is my Explore Chicago class. Mm-hmm. Um, and we-, we read this book called "Neoliberalism Chicago," mm-hmm. and it was just about how like everything in Chicago is being privatized, and privatization is not the answer. It's n- I, it it's is never the answer. answer. It's never the it's. I can't even think of a situation where it would be the answer. So I'm going to stick with my statement that it is never the answer. Like
1: i i'm in a debating capitalism class now i've kind of been skipping a couple of classes so uh, whatever <laughs> uh, i'm catching up today and tomorrow so there are no problems <laughs> but um i'm in a debating capitalism class and we've talked about mostly in a um uh environmental way like yeah. debating capitalism and uh, some arguments, and I don't think the teacher is, like, pro-capitalism. I think he's just, like, saying both sides so we can, like, hear about it, because that's to the point of the class. Right, yeah. But, um, what some points that the teacher has made is this idea of, um, like, taxing pollution as an answer, instead of mandating that businesses don't make this amount of pollution and stuff like that. Like, giving incentives to people. But then, it's like, if you make something based in money that means people who have more money will always come out on top so, and it'll make a bigger gap between those who do and those who don't
0: i think the whole thing with like taxing pollution mm-hmm. is that people who have the money will pay for it exactly like when in my when i was living in florida my broward county schools we like i i don't know if it was like a florida mandate or mm-hmm. like uh, whatever or like for broward county um but the school classroom sizes were supposed to be around like 25 or something along those lines Mm -hmm. but and if you went over that for like your um average class size then Mm -hmm. you have to pay money my school just paid the money yeah we did we like we just paid the money so we can have like 40 kids in class right or like
1: um an example i can think of is with ap classes when kids pass um like ap tests schools get money and teachers get paid extra which mm-hmm. i think is awesome but then you have this idea of schools forcing yeah. their students to take ap classes and then they're failing out because they're not supposed to be taking ap classes freshman year of high school right so yeah. it's like this monetary incentive while it makes sense to people who like the market mentality mm-hmm. is hella flawed yeah i don't know it's uh, capitalism
0: Capital. It Dude, all like doing capitalism. things for
1: monetary self-interest all of the time like making your your biggest movements as a person in a political society mm-hmm. and doing it for money does not make sense to me me neither it does not you like you you just like live in this world and you're like okay with seeing people suffer
0: exactly at your and own hand i'm gonna say and and for like at the cost of yourself <laughs> for like you know what i mean yeah and, uh, there's and uh, there's just so many problems with
1: how we have to function because if we don't then it's like you fall through the cracks Mm. it's gross and weird and then you have black conservatives that are like let's make those cracks a little bigger
0: (laughs) so other people can slip through exactly
1: let's make it easier for other people to slip through and then I'm gonna call them stupid for slipping through
0: yeah why didn't you do it like me I know (laughs) like walk in and close it or (laughs) behind you (laughs) <laughs> why can't you just like find the key to the door like yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> i found it pull yourself up from your boot great
0: right. it's like girl. ah i hate that mentality i hate that
1: mentality also especially with <laughs> especially with how big how much bigger the gap of wealth yeah is is forming like the mm-hmm. fact that the top like one percent owns so much of the u.s as wealth.
0: Well. Mm-hmm. despicable yeah
1: disgusting if you will
0: um this is extremely off topic so we could probably end up cutting this out <laughs> okay um but i made a powerpoint for powerpoint night um <laughs> that i did with uh ellie uh-huh my girlfriend shout out to ellie <laughs> she's girlfriend she's so pretty she is anyways um <laughs> so did like a powerpoint night um and i did celebrities um celebrities are safe when we eat the rich mm-hmm. and those who aren't and then, um, I put, I put a slide, uh, so at first it was the celebrities that are safe. I just want to say Oprah's not safe. Oprah's not fucking safe. Neither is Tyler. Oh no, you can't curse. I'm sorry. <laughs> but we we're probably going to cut it out anyways. It's, it's <laughs> I think this is interesting. Oh my bad. <laughs> um, but I'll show you the thingy and I'll explain it with the thing. Okay. So, like I said, I did, uh, celebrities that are safe, uh, when we eat the rich and those who aren't. And I first started out with, like, now let's start with, the, like, the good ones. Uh, uh-huh. Um And then I had, like, Jillian uh, Anderson, um, Zendaya, Keilani, some other people, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, John Cheadle. And then I got... <laughs> nothing. And I went to, like, the second slide, and it was, like, that's <laughs> the ones who will eat without hesitation. And then... Hold on, let me... It, it works so much better if I just, like, do the slideshow. Okay. Which you can't see. So, like... Um, now, th- these people, obviously. And then it's <laughs> pictures of <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Bezos, <laughs> Elon <laughs> Musk, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Bill Gates. Bill Gates, he he won't get eaten 1st you mm-hmm. He'll, like He'll be eaten shit. last. Yeah, last of the billionaires. Yeah. And then uh, Michael Bloomberg. I'll eat him alive. <laughs> Michael Bloomberg? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. I would eat Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk alive. I'll have to we would have to kill Bill Gates first. I, I want I man. want it to be like There's a mercy. No What'd you say? It'd be like
1: a mercy killing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> There's no meat on our Sucker Bird. So just make like a broth. <laughs> For a bone broth. A bone broth.
1: After watching the social network, I hate him more. No. But I love Jesse Eisenberg more. Yeah. You know? Anyways.
0: And Andrew Garfield sorry I left my Prada at the cleaners along with my FU flip-flops um, no 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 girl along
1: with my what? hoodie and my FU flip-flops
0: I used to know it
1: sorry I left my Prada at the cleaners along with my hoodie and my FU flip-flops you pretentious,
0: pretentious. eat waste, yeah so was that it that was literally it. Um, oh, <laughs> Do you want to see more? I oh, I, of... I
1: wasn't sure if you wanted to tell me more.
0: Oh, yeah. I have like I have like Kanye West on. I have Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ellen DeGeneres. Um, at the time, I, I like felt weird about James Franco. He just looked weird. J- isn't James to... Franco... Um, he's a rapist. Yeah. He is a rapist. Uh, he looked like he's done some stuff. <laughs> and he has done and some stuff. And he has. Correction, he's a rapist. There Hello. was someone
1: I talked about not trusting recently. And then
0: Kanye West. Yeah.
1: You know who uh, either used to be Republican or is? Uh. The Rock.
0: Yes, Joe Rogan. You know the whole thing?
1: Yeah, I think he is um, listed as Republican in his thing. Uh,
0: Okay, so if you don't know, um, Spotify posts a whole bunch of podcasts, and they do post Joe Rogan's podcast, who is a conservative uh, commentator. Um, he's
1: also the worst and stupid and if you listen to him and enjoy him i don't want you listening to this podcast yeah (laughs)
0: actually um so joe rogan was spreading um misinformation about about covid about um the coronavirus or whatever um and uh neil young i have no idea no idea who neil young is but i know that he's like a big uh like he makes a lot of music for spotify or whatever or in general and so he was like, um, take down Joe Rogan's mis- misinformation or take off my music. I don't... This is an ultimatum. It's either me or him. And Spotify took off Neil Young's music.
1: <laughs> um, also, just clarifying, um, The Rock previously identified as a Republican and spoke at the 2000 Republican National Convention, but endorsed Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, which
0: mm. doesn't mean a
1: lot. because Does it mean... Because that could just mean trump sucks so much because there are republicans that don't like trump yeah that trump sucks so much that he promoted them but i don't he's politically independent and a centrist boo Uh, (laughs) centrism is just conforming to traditionalist ideologies
0: exactly so after spotify took off neil young's whole discography on spotify um joe rogan started posting about the whole situation on Instagram. And The Rock and a whole bunch of other celebrities commented down on his thing. But The Rock was like, good job, buddy, fighting for whatever. And just, fighting uh, for what?
1: Being stupid and talking about taking horse tranquilizer <laughs> for COVID? Like, I don't know. Ugh.
0: Yeah.
1: Also, no offense, if you're getting your opinions from The Rock, and I like The Rock. He's cool. My, I wouldn't get anything political from him. Nope. Nope. Anyone who needs a contract that he has to win every movie.
0: <laughs> Is that literally his contract for every movie? Yeah. What? Can I say hell? Heck. Heck. Just to be safe. I don't
1: what? know. I what? just. What? Yeah. If I think about it, I try to be as clean as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. It's a weird world we're living in. Um, so yeah, I mean, I feel like that covers all the conservatism topics we really had to say today. But yeah, something random I want to talk about, and Keisha can't really give a lot of input to this because she didn't go, but I saw hairspray this past week. Um, Keisha was supposed to
0: go, but she had work. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a Thursday, which I usually don't work.
1: I'm so sorry
0: no it was a tuesday it was a tuesday it was a tuesday oh i usually do like tuesday yeah so that was just <laughs> written
1: in the stars on that one yeah
0: um
1: but i saw hairspray and it was so good if you guys have the time or the money to go see it i definitely would recommend especially for black history month they kind of mm-hmm, i see what they did there mm-hmm. <laughs> um is it as good as the movie that's up in the air to me personally um i love the movie to death love it to bits the girl who played Motormouth Maybell ate Queen Latifah up. Like, ate her up. I think Queen Latifah did Big Blonde and Beautiful better, but I also think I Know Where I've Been, which is like the better song. Uh, I think Queen Latifah did Big Blonde and Beautiful better, but the lovely woman who played Motormouth Maybell. In the musical did I Know Where I've Been Better, which is a way more powerful song in the musical. Uh, so, yeah, I just want to give that quick little review because I really enjoyed it, and I would recommend seeing it if you can. I'm seeing Haneystown next month, so also really excited about that. Tickets were way more expensive this time than they were for Hairspray because Hairspray was, like, 30 bucks, And I would not be listing the price to this so my boyfriend doesn't yell at me <laughs> for spending money. <laughs> um... I hope you guys enjoyed this. I always love doing, always as if this isn't the second time. But I do always enjoy doing this podcast with Keja. Um, You are a doll to talk to. And <laughs> like, with.
0: yeah.
1: Ah! Especially because you know we used to record together
0: like every week last year. I know. We had our
1: little podcast together.
0: Yeah. You should have me on for more. I should absolutely I, I like being a guest and i like doing this podcast thing it's so fun it's so fun but i like doing it but i don't like the commitment of doing it you know what i mean yeah <laughs> yeah you don't have to do it but yeah. you like doing it when you have the option yeah. yeah also
1: to any of y'all out there i don't know if you want to like be on here hit me up on instagram it's amazing well thank you guys so much for listening you can find me on insta at xo dot p-a-r-r-i-s where i will post weekly for questions or ideas Or you can find me on Twitter at XOE underscore P-A-R-R-I-S. I I hope you have an amazing week. Happy
0: Black History Month. Let me plug my Instagram. Okay. (laughs) If you want to follow me on Instagram, my uh, handle is M.Kasia, which is mk So if you, it's Asia with a K. It's simple. All right. And I will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening
1: hey y'all i would just like to add to this um i just saw a clip on twitter of a series of videos or clips um of joe rogan saying the word with a hard r in his podcast so um the rock can actually shut his big old head up actually <laughs> um no more opinions ever being taken by the rock that was all